Welcome to a chapter of my life with Mr. Paul Ryder from RPG Promotions. How are you, mate? I'm good, chap. I'm good. Now, we've got you in here because we have done a podcast yes, before let's not talk about that, and it didn't record. I don't know how. Is but this my recording? Pod- this is recording. <laughs> you know, we've got Chris on the button. So That's it's good. good. Do you know what? I was working away in Harborn today and there was a load of gas works and on the floor it had got RPG. We get about, don't we? And I thought, <laughs> what brilliant advertising for you. How much did you pay British Gas to do that? Yeah. Hey? Yeah, get about, mate. Before we talk about your events, your promotions, etc., let's wander back in time, because this is a chapter of your life, but yep. your life began 40 years ago, something like that. Was you born in Kingshurst? I was, yeah. I was born in Kingshurst, went to Yorkswood School. I weren't there long, six months, and then I moved up to Castlebron. Mm-hmm parents still live there now um yeah and then i went to burton's farm school loved football loved playing weren't the best i was, yeah. I, was all right. I had an engine i, I could run mm-hmm. um but yeah uh, i was brought up in in and around kingshurst chemswood yeah castlebron they're the areas i've always known or i've never been anywhere else my dad's side of the family are all from telford shrewsbury okay so they all live up there hence why i've been putting a couple of events on up there lately you don't want it telford didn't you yeah so uh, you've done various events. I do want to talk about the RPG because your name is Paul Ryder yep. Promotion. So it's almost like a dyslexic Paul Ryder, it isn't is, it? Yeah. How did that get about? <laughs> to be fair, it was RPG was obviously this RPG was there was a group of us involved at the mm-hmm. start. Yeah. And RPG, the three lads was Ryder, me, yeah. Pig, which is the nickname of another lad, and Gandhi, which is the nickname of another lad. Yeah. But obviously RPG's Rapid Power Grenade, which is the actual name of a rocket launcher. Yeah. Uh, hence the badge has got the rocket launcher, but I've took that off now. So it's just RPG promotions. So what was the connection with that rocket launcher? It, it was just, just the name. It was just the name, yeah. yeah. It just we we looked at um our initials and that went with it and we wanted a little logo and that was how it came about to be fair but I've now it's obviously just mine I've then I've now took the um rocket launcher off because it was a decent like little logo yeah it was and it was a really yes. colorful little logo as well it's almost you know when you used to go into the woods and do all the what's it playing little boy soldiers yeah did people get confused with that did you have any bookings no, there that. was. Um, to be fair, they, they, I've had a couple of phone calls lately, actually, because mm. I had to Google it because there's another company called RPG. Okay. Um, obviously, it's R. I don't know what theirs is. RPG Productions. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't do nothing like what I do at events wise. Mm-hmm. They're more of that kind of paintballing and stuff like that. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. What, that, that's that side of it. But I did have a phone call a few. About two or three weeks ago, uh, looking to book a um, paintballing event. I went, yeah, it's, that's not me. <laughs> so there must be more than you that, that does it. You must have a team behind the team. You must have a very supportive wife. I do believe that you connected with your missus in a sporting capacity as well. Yeah, so I obviously met the, I've been with the wife. Uh, oh, God, I can't get this wrong. <laughs> no, you better not. They're very, very fussy on dates as well. I've been with the rough missus around 25 years. Yeah, um, yeah. Met her at a football tournament. 
a five-a-side football tournament. I was manager. I've always managed since the age of 15. Right. I've managed football teams, um, managed, obviously, lads' teams, and then I took on... I started a club called Smithswood first. Um, oh, God, uh, 2010. Okay. started. Started just playing Saturday afternoon football, blah, mm. blah, blah. And then, obviously... We did get decent. We got very, very good, and then we started playing at level a level. Then, and we ended up going into the Midland Comp. Blimey! Um, and we ended up getting to finals, playing the teams like Bromsgrove yeah. in semi-finals. We had a uh, the the big thing, the big game that stands out. We played Bromsgrove in the semi-final of the FA Vars. We was the only, we was the lowest ranked team ever to get that far, and we were one 0 up with four minutes to go, and they brought a guy on from off the bench. They've got on loan from a Swedish team. He played in the UEFA Cup two Malmo. weeks before. <laughs> played in the UEFA Cup two weeks before. Come on and scored two goals against us. Lost. Oh, oh dear. Yeah. But we we got we done really well. We got we won leagues. We started off in Division Nine, and within four years was we got to Division One. Wow. But then once you get to that level, you have to have certain criteria, yeah. pitches, grounds. And we just couldn't, we just couldn't do it. And you got to start money. paying the players as well, ain't you? Because of the money, yeah. And it, 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 and then I had like teams like Bromsgrove, Sporting Castle, teams like that that were coming in for my players. Then. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then players, they're, they're lads that you know, they're not going to turn around 70, 80 quid a game yeah. getting paid for something they love. So I ended up reluctantly ended up folding the club, uh, which I, it took me two years to get over. I like. bet it did. And um, but that's when I thought. I'm going to do this events. I've always loved organising yeah. and arranging stuff, so that's that's when it all started. And you really are so prolific. Let's give a mention to your social media. So first and foremost, Lou, how people can link up with you and get to your events. Yes, yeah, so you've you've got well, we're on all social media. So Instagram, um, Twitter, TikTok. TikTok's massive at the minute. We're on. TikTok. I know we've looked at it earlier. <laughs> um, Trust me. Facebook. Uh, and then our website, which is www.rpgpromotions.co.uk. So, yeah, so if all of them will have everything to do with our events on. What's your most prolific uh, avenue on social media? What do you find that you get the most traffic? Facebook. 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 Twitter's got Twitter's gone a bit big at the minute. Okay. Um, I went on to that. I'm not really... I love Twitter, but I'm not, I don't really yeah. go on. Sometimes I miss going on Twitter. Mm. Um, but I went on there today, and I've, I've got like 47 notifications from people liking some of the events that pictures like. For instance, we had um, Ian Taylor the weekend. Yeah. He's put a big picture up, and he, that's had like two and a half thousand likes. Mm. Were tagged in it, so it's just it's good. It's good. Mark Draper's done it as well, so he's got loads of people liking it. So obviously, the people that are following them players, yes, and now following yeah. RPG, which is good. And the bigger the star, the more attraction, yep. the more likes, the more retweets, yeah. and it's good for you as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So groups, they must be really positive for you, really productive for you, posting in the groups. Do you have many of those groups that take your posts down? Because yep. we do find that, unfortunately, and I don't understand it's, it. It's um, it's mainly the villa, <laughs> it's mainly the villa groups. Got yeah. The um, because obviously I share. I've got got all the Aston Miller groups all the Birmingham City groups yeah yeah they're the main groups I've got um, and to be fair I don't think it's ever been rejected from a Birmingham group but okay. there's one group it's called everything Aston Villa mm. they will share everything combined and Villa related Good. none of the others they'll reject it 
I don't know why. I I'm find it so sad because it just seems as though people are making money because you're yeah. not a charity, you're a business, yeah. but you do a lot of charity work yeah. as well. So it's not just helping you financially. It's helping the fans. Charity. And I'm giving the fans Absolutely. a cheap night out. Yeah, to meet their heroes. You know what I mean? Because you, you are very well priced, aren't yeah. you? What is it, 10 or 15 pounds? No more than quid. No yeah. more than 20 pounds. Exactly, yeah. For, obviously, the, big, the bigger the of stock. Like these Birmingham City and Aston Villa events. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's ever been one more than 20 pounds. Obviously, you've yeah. got the ultimate Villa one mm. that's 65, but you're getting a three course meal with that. Yeah. You can't, nowadays, mate, you can't, you can't go anywhere. Three course meal for less than 50 quid. Turkey. Well, yeah. Is, I'm going now, <laughs> in three weeks. Where are you after? Um, oh, okay. I'm going in six weeks, going back to Kusha there, see? Oh, I love Turkey, mate. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Fabulous. Did you You've just come back, haven't you? I'm going again. Oh. Can't get enough of it. <laughs> Talk about your missus as well, briefly. Oh, God, what, yeah. What's her connection <laughs> with that? Because you've got to, you can't leave her nah, out. She's, um, she's a diamond. Uh, she's, she's one of them that she'll always just, whatever I say, she'll yep. go with the flow. She'll, she'll, she'll do it. Um, but we've, she loves RPG. She loves RPG. She, she's very, very supportive events. Mm. So, for instance, I was blocked on Facebook, to be fair, a few times lately. I don't know why I got one. I'm, I'm blocked at the minute, everyone. Yeah, it's a nightmare, um, isn't it? Yeah, they're saying I've gone against community standards, but I just posted at a Birmingham City event. We have it all the time. I know, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. But then you, like, you look on the page and there's people selling like um, illegal stuff. And I'm like, oh, I know. Crazy, but mm. yeah. So she obviously, when I can't go on, she'll share all the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she's also admin on the RPG page. So if ever I'm in a meeting and I get a message, she'll reply to them. Mm. Uh, but yeah, she's very, very supportive, and she has to be because I'm never at home on weekends. Because that's what it's all about—being supportive, being proactive as well. Because you can miss events if you're not on, yeah, you know, on yeah. your on your toes. Well, when when I book an event in, she says to me who you booked in tell her she goes in her diary yeah yeah I'm yeah. putting it in mine because if you forget very rare I do but there is the other occasion when I'm like oh god I've got to take that mm. and like before an event she'll write a list down for me have you got this you got this you got this got it all got it all and then if I forget something she'll drive, drop it up to me so she's a great organiser yeah. yeah she's fabulous events that you've done we in the middle of your starting what what year was it that you started because we had covid a few years ago i started um i've been doing this obviously for about seven years eight years and mm -hmm. i had it was a company called sw events yeah got you. at the time stood for smithswood yeah following my football team mm -hmm. obviously I had smithswood first so i thought smithswood events I'll, I'll do that um so i've been doing that for about a year started off just by doing like um uh, tributes, just just little tribute nights at the Kingshurst Labour Club. Did you do a take that one? I did. That was my very first one. That was. Uh, that was my very very first one at the Kingshurst Labour Club. Yeah, brilliant night. And I just done that just on a whim. I just thought I'll put this on. Didn't have SW events at the time. I just thought I'll do it. Have a night out, uh, rammed, and then I was doing them there for quite a bit. I'd uh, take that. I had a Robbie Williams, Ollie Murr. Start off musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then obviously spoke to one of my friends who who played the game. Says um, he he says to me, "Why don't you do one of these sportsman nights?" Mm. I went, "Don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it'd work. I don't know how to start." Blah blah blah. I went, yeah. "I'll give you an hand. I'll give you an hand on the first one. I'll, I'll organise who it is." And you know, I've I've seen them do them. All right, so so my first sportsman event was Frank Bruner 
Right. Yeah, that was my very first sportsman one, and that was done at the Meadway because I was there at the time. The and, pub. Uh, yeah, the Meadway Sports and Social. Oh, okay, yeah. Upstairs, um, in the big room, uh, we had Frank, and it was it was brilliant. It was I'll tell you when it was. We're supposed to have had him just before COVID. Yeah, yeah. COVID hit, and then you know you had that two week period where it opened up a bit. Sure. So. Frank Furness says, "Do you want to put me on like there?" So tickets were already sold. So I went, "Okay." So he came down and he was he was superb. Mm. He virtually told us, "I'll do this, I'll do this." So I just went with the flow. Yeah, yeah. And from then, I thought, "I like this. I could I could get used to this." And then uh, obviously got a few more contacts. And then obviously from there, it's just it's just gone up. Like for instance, this year alone, I was having actually having a look on the way here. Um, I've done 48 events this year and I've got another 28 to go. 48 events? Already. And it's June the 19th. Mm. How do you put all those events on? I don't know. Because it is incredible. <laughs> I look at you and you tie me out just looking at you. The hosts that you use, because I want to talk as well, not just football, but you do things for kids. You do R&B events as well, yeah, don't we you? Yeah, do, um, we do the music events and then we do... I like to mix it up. Yeah, you, know? you do. If I do these sportsmen, it's just the blokes going out all yeah, the time. Yeah. Um, you know, I do the good stuff for the women, so I've got mm. I use the UK Pleasure Boys uh, all the time. I mean, I've, I think I've got them booked in five or six times this year. Mm. Guaranteed sells out. But girls love them. They love yeah. them nights out. Get them out of the house. We do um, brunches. We got a brunch coming up, uh, and then we do the family day. So how does a brunch work? So the one we've got, it's a diva brunch. It's okay. in November, November the 18th, so it's £30 a ticket, and then you get two hours on, of unlimited food and unlimited drink. Wow. Yeah, and then you get a show. So it's a drag show. But when you say brunch, that's like breakfast and lunch. Is it a daytime or is it a night brunch? No, it's a day. So it starts, oh, right, doors okay. open at midday. Nice. Uh, bar will open at half one till half three for the free. Mm. So it's unlimited Prosecco cocktails the only thing you can't have is beer so it's prosecco cocktails wine shot everything and then you get your hot food as well so how you come you can't food. have beer and it's just the price yeah it's got just, yeah like, otherwise yeah sure people would be just taking the mic yeah 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 <laughs> yeah literally yeah where's that event at your That's brunch at the um macadam sports Association. okay Tickets are now starting to go now. So you used to or you still do use the macadam a lot i've seen a lot of yeah. your events there macadam's I'll call it my home now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I do a, a lot of the because they're they're brilliant. Mm. Absolutely, you know. I have I put an event on. I won't mention the the place. Uh, some venue contacted me and says, "Oh, we want you to put." They've obviously seen they're going well. Sure. Oh, I wanted to put an event on because they're mm. thinking, "Oh, get three hundred people in this room where you can." Rah, yeah. rah, rah. Um, but how I look at it is, it's all you can't just leave it to me. You've got to. Publicise it and yeah, advertise because yeah. it's in your benefit to fill mm -hmm. the room. Uh, and I had it at this place, um, and it was on two weeks before, it was on 17 tickets. And I looked, they hadn't advertised it, so I pulled it and yeah. moved it to the Macadown. Mm. And within 10 days, it sold out. Yeah. Because what they do there, Sean, the gaffer, and the staff, they just share the life out of it, mm. constantly sharing. And, and the regulars jump on it because they love them. They love the regulars, love a night out there. So, um, yeah, Macadam's my home at the minute. Because it's a, it's a two-way street, isn't it? You're putting the event on. You can't possibly promote 
it all the time because you've got other things yeah. when you're doing something the hardest thing is the promotion you can put an event you can put on whoever whether it be boxing whether it be R&B whether it be a brunch whatever it is but if the if the the event place the venue isn't promoting it as well it ain't going to work so you've got to really they have they have bang to, it they have out. to they have to hit it hard mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's like um another venue i'm i'm using now the old oscar okay uh, they're good at advertising mm. and sharing stuff so yeah there's there, but there is venues out there like but to be fair i've only had the one that, that i've had to pull yeah, from the yeah, venue yeah. because they haven't done their bit i like the way you haven't mentioned them because no. that, that's classy yeah you don't know, need like, to nah, do that i don't need to mention them because you might want to go back there That's one it. of these and, days. You know, I might, and they might want me again. Exactly. And we can work it out. But for bad management, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. it's not it's not professional. Because with some of, some venues, if playing devil's advocate, they might not understand what their role is. Yeah. And then they look at it and think, do you know what? What we should have done is this. So then they might go back to you and you'll put events yeah. under that place. Exactly. How many venues do you ordinarily work with? So I've got, I'll try and name them. So I've got the Macadown. Yeah. I've got Birmingham City Football Club, Aston Villa Football Club, Telford Football Club, uh, the old Oscar. Um, I've just got a new event in Cornwall. Right. For Villa Cornwall. Yeah. Villa supporters see, club. Oh, you'll be on that. Yeah. Mm. So they've got uh, an event. We've got an event on there in March. Is that Shawsy? Uh, no, it's Gary's doing one day in there, and Big Ronnie's as well. Ron's got one coming up. Mm. But John Gregory, I'm taking John down okay. there. Um, what else? There's, there's a few venues. Uh, the Pavilions, Kingsley's Pavilions, um, the Old Oscar. I've, I've had a few Aston in there. Aston in, yeah. Aston in your country. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. Uh, there's a few, mate. There's I've I've probably got about twenty to twenty five venues that constantly phone me. <laughs> John Gregory, was he what not? Was he not at Villa Park the other night with Bruce Springsteen? He was, yeah. <laughs> he was <laughs> massive fan, I know. Yeah, and Rossi. He brings his guitar to the um, to the Q and A nights. He sings. Yeah. He because he's spoke to John actually. He wanted to put him on somewhere, so he not Q and A. Yeah, so yeah. He's just singing. Yeah. Just playing his guitar. Because he is like he does he's do good that. As well. don't he? He's yeah. good. He's very good. You'd be amazed what talents footballers yeah. have apart from playing football on a pitch yeah there's a, few, there's, there's a few I mean I went to um, tell you what I went to the other day. it wasn't my event it was at Blues I went to the Dugary one right okay Christoph Dugary so, and you know you know you get these uh, you get the wrong impression of a football you think like, arrogant the way he left and like that yeah. mm, but what a mm. bloke what a bloke he went around to every table mm. met everyone greeted everyone spoke to every person in that room he spoke to signed anything they wanted uh, brilliant he was and um, one of my new favourites at the minute is Clinton Morrison he's uh, a good he's, lad as well isn't he he's brilliant what a bloke he's he's so good so now good. I remember being at Solial Moors and uh, watching I think it was a Birmingham City Reserve game and Clinton, he'd, I think he'd been away on international duty. He hadn't been in the, the team and he was playing. And someone said he's asked the gaffer to play because some of these players, they don't want to sit on a bench. Uh -huh. They want to play football. I know that a lot of the modern fans and that thing, all the players want to do, they'll, they'll just sit on the bench picking up the money. Morris, <laughs> Morrison wasn't that kind of player. He was a grafter. And he's good on the TV. He's got a good personality yeah, as well, isn't he? He's brilliant. And he's funny. Hilarious, but Christoph Dugary, I did see the pictures of uh, of Christoph. He used to have 
an Alice band. He looked Flood like Jesus. Air. Yeah. I mean, I fast. asked him, I says to him, where's your hair gone? He went, in, I won't do the French accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he went, uh, my chest, my back and my balls. <laughs> I went, all right, Sam. But your hair, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. But again, going back, let's just indulge in Christoph for a bit. What a player he was. I mean, that guy... I know that Birmingham City fans call him a legend and I think that the word legend is used a little bit too loosely and I think he was a very good player. Would I call him a legend? Not really. But I think he was a fabulous player who I used to run, manage yeah. kids' football teams at the time and I used to think I was Do Gary when I put my boots on. His skill was unlike anything apart from Frank Worthington that I'd seen in the Birmingham City mm. shirt he were, he could make that ball talk in fact he played a game against Southampton and Strachan said after the game he influenced the referee he run the game and he did and I wrote my first poem ever about Christophe Dugarry he was a god did Devlin tell you about the uh, story about the rowing machine as well no yeah because like Dev Dev was on the rowing machine and Dugarry has opened the door and uh, he's having a look to see what's going on. And Bruce has gone, Christoph, when Dev's finished, you're on the rowing machine. And he's gone, no, 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 no. <laughs> Football, I no rower. <laughs> and he left. And, and Devlin says, Gaffer, what was all that about? And he says, Dev, when you've won the World Cup, you can do what you yeah. like. <laughs> well, at the night, actually, yeah. they were saying, because obviously, like he says, legend gets used quite a yeah, lot. Yeah, it does. And I don't think he's a Birmingham legend. <clears throat> he's won the World Cup. His best mate, Zinedine Zidane. You know what I mean? <laughs> what a player. And um but we they were saying, um, and I was on obviously I was probably the only non Birmingham City mm. fan there. And they were all saying he he's probably in behind Worthington and Francis. He's probably next on a, an all time Birmingham City team. I think for a lot of fans he is. I mean, personally he wouldn't be in mine. I think he kept them up single handedly. Because yeah, well, Dev would also say that if Christoph wasn't there, we'd have still stood yeah. up, stayed up rather. But Dev says, what a great lad. I mean, he was, he was nice one of the boys where you're looking at the player coming in, winning the World yeah. Cup. He's played for AC Milan, but all these teams. And he's well, just he just come in. He mentioned his one, one to 11 and I was like... I know, yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? And I, was, I, I stood up and I went, Dev's not in it. Yeah. <laughs> but he's such a... He gave me his number after after because um, obviously I was telling him oh, I do stuff Tom Ross Clinton Morrison introduced yeah. me to him and um, he says like next year mm. give me a call and we'll do one obviously I think he needs to I think the problem they had with that that night and mm. that's not not slagging them off or anything like that I just think the it's a learning curve too, isn't it? it was too overpriced mm. so you know we're in a cost of living crisis people mm. the guy says to me how come you sell yours because mine's 20 quid mate. cheap yeah I said, that's why. I mm. says, your ticket price has got to be lower. So if you had, I says, you should have got a bigger venue. Mm. I says, your ticket prices could have come down then. Mm. You would have sold it out more. But like I said, he's been, that guy that put them nights on, he's been in a lot longer than me. He's yeah, on yeah, a different yeah. level. Mm. But um, but that, it was, it was a really, really good night. And Christoph, like I says, what a bloke. Such a nice bloke. Really nice bloke. Another nice bloke that you're doing at Birmingham, Olivier Tebley. Yeah. Great, he, he great bloke, eh? And he contacted me. Yeah. Um, it was on Facebook. I, I tagged Devs in it because obviously Devs is his friend yeah. on uh, Facebook. And um, he messaged me. We just got talking and he says, oh, I'd love to do it. And the good thing about him is because I told him a fee. I says, what's the fee? And he went, no fee. He mm. says, give it all to charity. He says, I, ain't pay I don't want to be paid. He says, I don't need to be paid. He says, mm. and I'm not. I'm, yeah. I, I can make my own money. 
He says, I'm, I'm coming over. He's flying in. This is what's happening. He's flying in that day. He's doing the gig. And the next day, he goes back to France with Devs and Jonna. Back Fabulous. to his vineyard. Fantastic. He's bringing me a bottle. Don't drink it, but... Has do Gary got a vineyard as well? I'm no, sure. he hasn't. Oh, is he not? No, they asked him that and he went, yeah. no, he says, I wouldn't have a clue what to do with one. Again, though, there's rumours in there. Yeah. You get those rumours. Do Gary's got a vineyard yeah, in France? He says, no, no, he hasn't. He says, no, he hasn't. Tibbly has. <laughs> I'm surprised that Jono and Devs are going, because there's going to be no wine left if them pair are going. <laughs> and it's a good job that they're going to France and not Italy, because I still think they're banned <laughs> from going in there, especially with oh, Daisy yeah. as well. Magic moments that you've had, you must have had some extraordinary oh. moments, some really kind of wow moments yeah that where you go do you know you what think, I've made it <laughs> yeah <laughs> Them just like oh, 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 uh, yeah the one is when I'm putting an event on and it's with Paul Gascon mate yeah my, my idol my yeah. uh, tell you what as well the other one me on a personal level is my John Barnes night yes because he's my he, he was my mm. mad Liverpool fan England John Barnes he was like but them two nights of when I thought wow yeah this, this is this is what I want to do for the rest of my life now. Barnes a ball boy, ball boy in Jamaica yeah. when um, Santos played Chelsea, mm. 1970. He mentioned that on the night. Did he really? And he sung. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, oh. The rap. He's, yeah, he'd done the rap, but he showed us, um, he's got clips on his phone, he put it to the mic. Yeah, yeah. First of all, Gaza doing it. Yeah. And then Peter Beasley yeah. doing it. And then obviously John done it live on the night then. And he was he was such a brilliant night. Really, really good night. And you've got Gaza coming back as well, ain't yeah, you? Yeah, October. And that, how is Paul at the moment? Because no, he's, he's in a good place. Yeah, he did go through. Yeah, he, he went through it, and he's he's in a good place. He's a really, he, again, he's such a nice bloke. Yeah, yeah. The, the people like people say to me, "Oh, you wouldn't be able to understand him," and I was like, "Why?" And they're like, "Well, he, he talked, but he's fine. I've had mm. it before." This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you? I says, "Have you ever been to an event with him?" No, no. Don't exactly. tarnish him until you come and yeah. watch him then. And uh, one guy actually came. I actually, I had a ticket and I gave him. I said, come to the event. I'm giving you a ticket. It's mm. on my table. And at the end of the night, he went, mate, what a bloke. Mm. Some of the stories. Mate, <laughs> never gets old. I can't wait again. Just And I'll listen to him again. He's one of them guys that you could listen to him three times mm. straight night at the same stories. You'd laugh at every single story. But he's just a great storyteller, isn't he? And he's a great character. I mean, he grew up in the the, the rough streets, didn't he? A gate said he come through uh, at Newcastle. Well, it was in nineteen sixty seven, I think Gaza was born, and then in nineteen ninety, Paul Gascoigne went to Italy, and Gaza come back home, and we knew then that we'd got a character on our hands. Special. We got a football player. He was a throwback to the Mavericks of the seventies. We haven't really seen the likes of that. Since I mean, you could argue that you got Gazi, you now got uh, uh, Jack Grealish, but apart from that, there's been very, very few players of that ilk, of that character that you like to see both on and off the pitch. Mm. I like the way that Gazza's got the turkey, feed the turkey. Oh, Sorry, yeah. Grealish Jack. has got, Jack's got that. But Gazza used to have the the dentist chair, didn't he, with that chair, iconic yeah. goal against Scotland. He must have talked you through that goal. Oh, mate, he's taught us the one, the, the one story that gets me every time I've had I mean this will be the third the third or the fourth time now I've had him in October and um, there's the one story just gets me every time there's a couple but yeah. the one is the ostrich <laughs> he goes to a zoo and hires an ostrich who could do that yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The guy opened the door and he went you're Paul Gascon he went yep yeah, can I have an ostrich <laughs> and he went yeah put it in his car 
Going down the motorway, wine. Loads of people are beeping him. He's going, everyone beeping me for? He's got an ostrich on your somewhere. <laughs> oh, mate, the, the guy's a legend. Brilliant. Brilliant. I think the only other person that could have possibly done that was Robin Friday. I think Robin done something similar back in the 70s. But Gaza, I mean, he done the um, the pie as well with Jimmy. Is he still mates with Jimmy, by the yeah, way? Yeah, Is he he does, yeah. Is it five bellies or six he still bellies? mentions him. Yeah, well, I don't know, it might be four now. Yeah, yeah, it, but yeah. Yeah, he does, he does mention him a lot and he does speak to him on the... But he, Gaza's very busy at the minute. Obviously, he's got a lot yeah, of yeah, yeah. work going on. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I've had to put him on on a... I was a bit worried because I thought, well, Gaza sells out. But it's a Sunday afternoon I've got him on. Mm. But, mate, quickest... Well, the second quickest selling one I've done that night. What's the quickest selling? Barry Fry. Really? Barry Fry went within three hours. Hysterical, is Oh, mate. Another one. Loved his the blues character. as well, didn't they? Yeah, his character Loved was brilliant. It. He was saying, like, when I think Blues played Peterborough, was it the end of this season? Um, and he was in the Blues end mm. at the Peterborough. Yeah. The Peterborough crowd. <laughs> but again, characters, Barry Fry, an absolute character. Yeah. Tom Ross does a great job yeah. hosting because Tom's been there, he's wore the t shirt, yeah. he knows all the stories, and he just don't really need to prompt the players no. but he can do that little bit of ad-libbing they go off piste and they, they have a laugh that one with Andy Gray was superb I was just about to mention that um, what's good about Tom because he's obviously everyone knows he's a blues fan yeah and when he does my Villa nights he just gets ripped but he just takes yeah. it he's like yeah. but Andy Gray killed him that night didn't yeah he, he did yeah he absolutely killed him but he just took it he'd give it back though he'd give it back but uh, yeah Tom Ross he's, he's brilliant Really, really good, and we work we work well together because obviously I'll phone him and say, "Who can you get me?" Mm. And he'll phone around for me. or do a lot of the do a lot of the background yeah. work. Say, "What about him? What about him?" And I'll say, "Right, yeah, let's book him and let's get a venue." And he does all that, but he's he's really really good at it. Lots of coffee and tea now as well. In terms of Birmingham, Villa, Albion, the local stuff. Mm. Tom, I think Tom's like address book must be yeah. phenomenal, but out of town. Not so much because he's a Birmingham yeah. presenter, host, um, radio star, however you want to perceive Tom Ross. Mm. You use other people for the likes of Gazza and, and some of the other yeah, fellas, so don't you? Jed Stone's the other yeah. one, who's, um, again, brilliant. and uh, He's a comedian, isn't uh, he? Have you ever seen him? No. Mate, I'd have to come to an event when he's comparing because yeah. he does a comedy sketch. And he's, mm. a, he's another one where... You know, you get the comedians that repeat the same jokes. Yeah, yeah. He does, but I laugh every yeah, single yeah. time. Because they're funny. it's the way he says yeah. them. It's just his mannerisms. Mm. It's just the way he does it. But Jed's another brilliant one. They're the main two. And I, I use Andy Blair a lot. Great host. Yeah, I had him on brilliant um, host. Friday for yeah. the Villa 96 lads. Yeah. And he was he was brilliant. Again, stopped adding autographs, signing things mm. people. And the crazy thing about that night is um, a few weeks before, I had Paul Merson at the old Oscar. Yeah. And there was a lad there. He was only, I think he was eight, this kid. And uh, obviously I thought, oh, he knows Paul Merson. So anyway, so he brought a ticket for the next one, the night, this, the one on Friday. And he's come up to me, he's grabbing me, and he's going, oh, is that Andy Blair? And I was like, wow, you're eight years old. How did you know that? I didn't even know who it was until I got his number. I said, do you know? And then he's come up to me and went, when are you going to get Rimmer and Swain and all them? I'm like, hey, you're eight <laughs> years old, man. And uh, obviously I've got the 82, I've got... um a big 82-1 again with the European Cup uh, yeah. September the 15th I've got um, Andy Blair so how does that kid know all oh, these players oh, I don't know mate He's, he, he messages me now so he must use his dad's Facebook uh-huh. or, he, or his granddad's Facebook and he says what about these and he mentions players and I'm like that's uncanny. Says to Tom Ross who's he 
Yeah. <laughs> that's the word. He went, who's this for him? I went, oh, this young lad, he's about eight. And t- even Tom, what? Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, such knowledge, mate, is, is unbelievable. It's incredible how someone so young can have mm. such knowledge. Another great person to have as a host would be Steve Daly. Have you ever done an audience with Steve? No. Hysterical. No. Oh, hysterical. Wolverhampton Wanderers. Absolute legend. Brilliant. No, I've never done it. Razor Ruddock, oh. another one of your mates that you've had. Has he ever talked about Billy? <laughs> Let's talk about the hard men mate. in football. He was... He's... He's... It's crackers, then, <laughs> he? and all there. Yeah, no, it's so crackers, We had him. Uh, I'll tell you, I've had him three, three or four times. And uh, the last time I had him was at the Macadane. Yeah. So I've gone in and I've gone, uh, Razor, we're in the green room. It's the end of the night. Um, no, not the end of the night. It's the interval. I went, after this, do you fancy a curry? We'll go to Bengal Palace, just down the road. Yeah. He went, yeah. Okay, saying. Says, who's coming? I went, me, you, two door lads. He went, oh, all right. Yeah, same. So anyway, so he's gone back out for his second half. He's telling his stories. And there was this this guy, like, he's one of them guys where, you know, if you have people talk in the background, you have the combat going, yeah, shh, yeah, yeah. Shh, he won't. Yeah. He'll go over. So, so for instance, he was talking and this girl was on the phone and he shouted, he went, Oi, Oi. He says, when you're working, do I go on the phone? It's like, and she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was this one guy um, giving it me all night, to be fair. Old chap. Uh, I know him. Yeah. Uh, there's an old chap, Neil. Um, he was sat on the front and he's got one, just one tooth. Okay. And he's giving Ray's a chip and Ray's a stub. went, Oi, Nanny McPhee. <laughs> <laughs> If you want that tough still there, <laughs> shut up. But um, so anyway, so he's done his sketch. He's then gone on the mic and told everybody that we're going Bengal Palace for a curry. <laughs> so it's one o'clock in the morning, and sixty people have turned up at Bengal Palace. The owner was like, "What, what, what am I doing? What, what are we doing?" I went, well, "You're gonna feed us all, mate." Yeah, you better get your, your chef out of bed. <laughs> but I was like, but he was buzzing, weren't he? Sixty mm. people turning up having food. But again, he played that way, didn't he, Razor? Yeah. You know, he was... Um, but he didn't eat. A better player than we're ever given credit for, yeah. really. He was yeah. a decent player. But he only has got the band, hasn't he? So we yeah. don't eat that much no, these days. No. He lost... He was in a, a bad position. Yeah, he was. Bad place, well, wasn't he? Heroes fan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. Um, And they says... Could have saved like, his life, you know. Does he talk say, about that? They say he did. He yeah, says got, to yeah. me, he says, save my life, mate. Really? 100% save my life. Mm. So uh, he's, he's in a really good place, Razor. Good. Really good place. And such a lovely bloke. Mm. Again, I mean, I know I say it about him all, but I don't think I've ever had one where I've gone, I wouldn't have him again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, I don't like him. How's Merce doing now? Because he's been through the gambling addiction, etc. And Lee Hendry as well. Yeah, well, I've got Lee in September yeah. in Telford. Um, Merce, Merce is, again, really, really good. Uh, speak to Merce probably every day, mm. to be fair. Um because he's, da- he's got a local gig in June, June the 30th, at another event. Okay. Um, in Starbridge. Uh, Where's that at? You know, let's give it a show a, um, if you can. I can't remember the venue, but the guy on Facebook called Nick Smith. Okay. MC, so yeah. I think the company. Okay. MC Events, it yeah, might yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, And I, know, I do know there's tickets left for mm. it, so um, give him a shout. Merson's... Uh, Mate, again, he's one of the best. He's one of the best to listen to. One of the does, best talkers. Does he tell the story he about tells when you when he um, he told Harry he needed some time off? He was tired and he went he went on holiday. Yeah, yeah, so, mate. He, and he's like even even to the extra. A lot of them won't talk about personal stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. He ta- he tells yeah. every single story. Hmm. He tells everything. Like I says, I speak to him every day. I spoke to him this morning, um, and he's just he's such a nice bloke. 
really nice bloke man and he's uh he'll do anything for people and like i says he's down 30th and we've got him again next year january along with um got a couple of new ones next year that i've not had yet so i'm looking forward to them who will they be can you say McAnally. okay yeah rambo yeah and dean windas Oh, he'll be good. So he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be Razor Mark too. Who you got with Dino? Because again, the thing is with someone like Dean Windass. I guess the best thing that's happened to Dean is Josh scoring that goal at Wembley yes. because then his goal of 15 years ago gets yeah. replayed. Well, it has been, hasn't it? But a lot of people wouldn't ordinarily know who Dean Windass yeah. is in Birmingham because there's a lot of players, certainly from the 70s that I would like to bring to Birmingham the granddads might know who they are but the kids and yeah, it's a younger yeah. audience isn't it that's what I mean I've got to be I have so I've got to be careful um, I've not had one that's not really sold out mm. uh, but again Barry Fry for instance you know there was a young crowd yeah yeah it was yeah. a really young crowd that probably weren't even born when he was even manager but again that's the thing it's Birmingham City and it's yeah, related they, to they Birmingham City but, so if you didn't play for the team like Dean yeah. but Dean is a right character yeah he'll, he'll be brilliant I, uh, I think Tom Ross is comparing that yeah Tom's comparing that and Alan McAnally Alan are them two doing it at the same time no, Dean no, and Rambo dates, got you separate yeah. dates so next year we've got um, I've got three booked in so far which is Merson Windass and McAnally and I'm tr- well, we're definitely going to get him next year, Mike Tyndall. We're going to go rugby. Okay, yeah. Come down the rugby route because Royal Family. I was going to say, yeah. And he's quite, he's, he's hilarious. Yeah. He's really funny. So, but I'm trying to get a few different ones. <laughs> your, your boxing events, is it Tom that does your boxing events or do you have a boxing host no, to do that? No, it's Jed. Oh, Jed, Jed does, does that as well. Because again, he, he knows, Jed's very good. Um, I think, Jed's got all of them so we had Tony Bellew who was the best night I've ever put on got it. how good was Bellew oh mate and again I know I've said it quite a lot yeah what a lovely blo- mm. shame he's an Everton fan but what a yeah, lovely you do bloke like, you're a Liverpool supporter yeah. yeah what a lovely bloke mate yeah such a nice and he would do anything and um he was just brilliant like the stories that I didn't because he was new to me and I liked him anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I love mm. boxing um, and he was so, he, he was just brilliant and then there was like uh, Frankie Gavin was there so he yeah. had guests come and then Don Broadhurst came um, and then from that we've got uh, Joe Calzaghe in November mm-hmm. who, who's again I've not had him Johnny Nelson who I love yeah. so Johnny Nelson's at the uh, Macadan in November so they're the, uh, the three boxing ones I've got um this year what else have we got this year Johnny Nelson a great talker and, yeah. and again on Sky you look at Johnny and he's he's kind of guy that starts talking and you listen even if it's not your bag you'll listen to yeah, him listen and to the him. stories are all they all translate whether it's football whether it's boxing no matter what it is it translates don't yeah. it and, and it hooks you in because yeah, and I love Johnny Nelson yeah gloves are off I've watched that all the time yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and I think he's, he's, he's obviously this commentator and the host on Sky so he's, he's constantly on them I think he's brilliant role models for you who's your, who's your I mean obviously John Barnes you spoke John about Barnes John Barnes was John Barnes and Gaza were my um, my two like heroes mm. loved them um, you look a bit like Gaza, yeah. to be fair, don't you? You've got that kind of Gaza look about you. <laughs> <laughs> My feet don't work like his, mate. No, no one's, <laughs> not many feet did no. work like Gaza, if I'm honest. Role models. Them two were, were um, mm. like heroes. I loved yeah, yeah, yeah. I could watch them. But I'm not one of these fans. I was having a debate today, actually, with um, a fellow Red saying about 
because there was talk of Carl Walker. Yeah, sure. Um, Liverpool have been linked to him and mm. have him all day long. Best yeah, yeah, right yeah. back in the Prem for the last five years. Mm. Nah, played for Man City. And? Right, okay. <laughs> but I'm not one of these, like, I'm a Liverpool fan, but I, w- I, I would love to go and listen to yeah, Brian yeah, yeah. Robson. Same here. Love to go and listen yeah. to it. Um, and I'm not one of them people, I suppose I've, yeah. I can't because it's my business, so I mm. can't, can't have that side of it. But I w- I've never been like that. I've I've been honest when it comes to yeah. football. Um, if if I think something's not right, I'll tell them or I'll put somebody I've seen on. Even if I don't, you are, yeah. Yeah. even if I don't like them, yeah, yeah. I'll put them on because just because mm. I don't like yeah, them, yeah, everybody yeah. else. It's like, for instance, I, I I didn't have a great like Clinton Morrison, for instance. Mm. When I watch him on telly, I used to think, mm. but mate, he's mm. completely changed. What a bloke! Mm. What a bloke! Yeah. Crossover. When you get a Birmingham City event, yeah. They're generally all Birmingham City supporters. Do you get many from like Villa watching Blues and Blues watching Villa? Because Barry Fry, we had Villa fans. Yeah, got yeah. Um, and the uh, what Villa event? Um, Andy Gray and Brian Little. Mm. I had. There was a table of Blues fans. Was that down at Kingshurst? That was at the pubs. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, so yeah, I think they. Mean, don't get me wrong. You don't get many. No, absolutely. You yeah. don't get many, but uh, but I just like to listen to the stories, no matter no matter who they are. That's what I'm stories, saying. Yeah. Who just sport? Well, that's what I that's what I love about what I do. Not many people know it. I, so, I am a blue supporter, yeah. but I post more things about Villa. Because I actually doing Villa. Yeah, no, yeah. But I'm a blue. I mean, all the Blues fans think that I'm a Villa fan, and when I go down the Villa with me stepson and and the son-in-law and that who look after me. Um, all the Villa boys, they all know I'm a Blues fan. Yeah. I mean, they're Birmingham, are you listening? I go, yes, I am. <laughs> and they go as a neutral, Paul. What, what do you reckon? Yeah. Well, I hope you win. And I, you know, I think you've got a great team. Yeah. And your ground and your atmosphere, I think it's absolutely fantastic. Sponsors, it must be very difficult because mm. you need sponsors to put on events. The guys don't come for free. No. You've got to sell your tickets, but to earn some dough, you need to get them sponsors, yeah, sponsors in there as well, sp- don't you? I didn't used to start doing the sponsorship yeah. thing. And then I seen one of my friends who used to, uh, I'll give me a shout Carl Evans yep. runs Star Moments mm-hmm. and um, with the sponsorship that's how I learnt it from him to be fair mm-hmm. and uh, yeah sponsors play a huge part to yeah. be fair and um, I'll mention them so you've got do. Dean Sherrington DS Fitness mm. who's sponsored a f- about three events um, so far he's, he's main, mainly boxing because obviously it's a boxing gym get down there it's, um, yeah so Dean Sherrington uh, then you've got um, Sessie Blues, yeah. Who do the obviously they've done they've done the Barry Fry they've done a couple of the blues ones. Um, trying to think at the top of my head now. You got Blacked Out Tattoo Studio, who are doing the main villa one. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the coffee, oh, the coffee company. So I'm, I'm forgetting all. Garrison. Yeah. Garrison, that's it. Coffee company there. He's had his, oh, his bath. He's had his bath now. Uh, I'll actually get my phone out because they're all. I've actually wrote them down. Yeah. Today because. There's, there is a few, a good few. Um, Ian Mitchell, uh, Furniture Solutions, they've sponsored one. There's quite a few. I've had quite a few sponsors, and obviously we're still looking. I put a post up today, yeah. actually. Uh, we've got quite a few events, like next year's events are now advertised, mm-hmm. so people jump on them. Ian Robinson, uh, Shush UK, he sponsored a few, big blues one. Mm. He sponsored the blues ones. But, yeah, sponsors are huge, play a huge part, because they get... They get the ball rolling on the tickets. So sp- with a sponsor, they pay a lot more. Yeah, sure. They get the perks of best mm-hmm. seats in the house, 
a banner on the stage, yeah. social mentions, um, and all that. But sponsors play a huge part. So massive shout out to them. And you can't get enough sponsors. You can't get enough help, can you? Um, did you ever get older, Macca? I did. Yeah, I did get hold of him. Uh, we're planning twenty twenty four. Good. Um, he is very very busy. I so bet he is. we will have Paul McGraw in twenty twenty four. So going forward, you've got um, Arford, Mickey Arford. He's yeah, coming back to Arthur, Birmingham. Coates the crazy Dennis. gang. Is that how you're going to be yeah. tagging that? The crazy it's, gang. Um, I don't need doorman. <laughs> they are the doorman. I used to work in night. I used to work at Faces Nightclub in just off Broad Street, Orkin Lake Square, and in them days. Them boys, they run Birmingham. They were incredible. I think Broads was was about as well. There was Oppie, there was Gailo, Blakey, Mickey Arford. You got before them. You got Mark Dennis. You got Psycho Pat. Birmingham City have always had right nutters yeah. as players. They got some right nutcases. Well, they were the original fans. crazy oh, game, Well, when Mickey Oppie told me this, uh, when Mickey Arthur went to Wimbledon, he said, "So you like you like pussycats compared to Birmingham City." They were crackers, mm. and Gailey would be a great one to have. And when you do good. get Gailey, ask him about the Alsatian down at Alton. <laughs> There's a great story there. We might there. try and get him on that Ultimate Blues one. Yeah. Be a good show. So anybody that you haven't had that you would like to get, because you've had so many. you Do Do you do Albion ones as well? Mm. How far out of town do I you think, do? I think... I've been asked to put mm. a Wolves and an Albion one, but I, I don't know if... I've got to look at the bigger picture sometimes. Yeah, a bit risky. I think, yeah, would, would yeah. It, I could probably put one mm. an Albion one in that sort of area mm. or a Wolves one in that sort of area, but yeah, I think yeah. these, this Black side country, of town, yeah, yeah, I don't think it sells this side nah. of town, if I'm being honest. So, no. Um, nah, but looking at who I would like to get, um, oh, I'd like to get Gareth Barry. I'd yeah. like to get him down to do one. But, nice um, guy, you know. I have tried to get contact of Lee's on the case, Lee Andrew. I was going to say, Endo was a big yeah, mate of his... Best mate, so Lee's on the case with it. Um, who else? Because uh... he's an absolute gentleman, uh, Gareth Barry. Yeah, yeah. Because they used to knock about a bit, you know, in the day, Barry and Andrew. Yeah. I remember going into a bar in Stratford and a barman telling me a story about them. Gareth Barry, absolute gentleman. Lee Andrew was a little bit worse for wear in them <laughs> days. And, and he got his comeuppance, he got his answer from a bird. <laughs> No changes. But again, he's a character, any endo. I used to like Lee Andrew. I like him. You know, I like him now, but I used to like him when he played football. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was a real talent, mm. Lee Andrew. But Gareth Barry, brilliant. Yeah. Don't you think who, who, who I Actually, like. Young could be another good one as well, you know? Yeah. Young a legend at but Villa. He is a legend. I'm, mm. I'm surprised I got rid of him, if I'm being honest. I'm very surprised. I thought they might have kept him on for yeah, a Yeah, yeah, But um, yeah, he'd be a good one. I'm trying to think Villa. Peter With, I'm trying to get him, but he lives in Australia, so yeah, he does, yeah. it's kind of hard mm. getting him. He, he does come over, I've, I've spoke to him. and We've had Peter in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you speak to him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I spoke to his son. And, Steve, um, good lad. Yeah, and he, he says, yeah, like, when we get the dates for 2024, yeah. we'll let you know when we're over. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. we can squeeze him in. I just says, well, I just need like two months' notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we can get it on. Um, oh, God, I'm trying to think. Well, they're in. I just it's, people just phone me and say can you get him and I'll just try mm. and make contact with them so and then go from there but I'm not really I, I don't nobody I would want that would stick out to me saying oh, I really really want him obviously for, apart from the obvious Steve yeah, Gerrard yeah. and yeah. people like that who you're never going to get Yeah. but somebody from that that he's doing it that nah 
No, not really. I don't think there is anybody that. And let's give a shout out to your promotion teams. You, you use EA Promotions. Yeah, EA Promotions. And the VIP Volcanoes as well that are part Volcano, of your. Uh, that's, I've got I've got a good team. Yeah. To be fair, behind me, obviously there's um, obviously me, mm. and then you've got Ben Hunt, who's the photographer, who's sure. brilliant. Really mm. good photographer. Because you're taking photos now of when Print the off. meeting group. Yeah. yeah. And they're going really well because yeah, obviously, yeah. like the one, the 96 lads, people have the photos and then yeah. after they, they were signing yeah, them. Yeah, sure. Perfect. You're not going to get them again. Mm. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so is it like a big well. massive Kodak thing? Because we used to have the Polaroid in Yeah, it's basically like that. Days. It's basically yeah. like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll take it and then. After the meet and greet, then you've got my lad Callum, who's yeah, yeah. he goes round and gives everybody. Is he still life. waiting for you to die? Yeah, he's still <laughs> waiting for me to die. Great story that is. He's actually mentioned that today to someone. Oh, wow, uh, kids, ain't it? Unbelievable, oh, mate. Kids, unbelievable. But yeah, uh, and then I've got my door staff who always who are brilliant. My Jake, Jake, my DJ. Yeah, so uh, I've got a team of like that work every single night. There's mm. me, Callum. Um, ben, the photographer Jake, and the two doormen, and then obviously Tom Ross does most of most of my sure. And finally, the charity stuff. You always do charity yeah. auctions, don't you? Yes, yeah. a charity. What charities do you use, or do you just with venues or different players? They've got charities. Yeah, do you, so, do you so work I'll ask the those? players. Yeah, and, sure. And most of them turn around and say, "It's up to you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Birmingham Children's Hospital is the main one. Yeah. Uh, we've obviously, I think I've mentioned it before. We've got a, a red balloon. I yes. should go in because we were we we had um me and my friend Neil who used to do SW events with me. Mm -hmm. We raised something like twenty seven thousand. Nice. So we was like ninety sixth. We was mm -hmm. in the top hundred. Yeah. So we got invited to the awards day. So we've got a red balloon on the wall, um, and then there's we've got a charity. Ben Hunt, the photographer, he's got a charity. He always uses smiling families. Okay. Who who they're, they're trying to raise? Um, I think it's ten thousand pound to for a retreat mm. to build a lodge. So families, you know, when they're, yeah, they're sure. struggling, they yeah. can second there mm. and they can, you know, spend the day as a family just mm. enjoying themselves. So we're working with them and I've got to mention it on August the 18th, we've got a charity golf day. Yes. So we're looking yeah. for people mm. to come and join that. And you've got, um, you've got 12 former prof uh, Premier League players mm -hmm. that are playing in it. So I'll run through them. So you've got Mark Draper, um, I might miss a few, Matty Elliott, Muzzy Is got It. Ya. Yeah, um, Jerry, a good lad. Jerry Taggart. Um, uh, who's the others? Villa. Um, Julian Joachim, Brian Little. Um, Bit of a Leicester theme as well there. Yeah, there's there's Leicester and it's Leicester yeah, and Villa, yeah. and then you've got Harford, Coton, and Tommy Mooney are coming down to play. So you trust him meet with a golf club. I'm not going to get there. I'll, I'll be his caddy. I'll look after him. I'll drive you, mate. Um, so, yeah, so we're looking for... It's £150 to yeah. play. Uh, it'll be a four ball. So you'll have three lads and then you'll have one of the ex-pros playing with mm -hmm. you. Uh, all money goes to charity. For that 150 you get to play. You get the Q&A on the evening mm -hmm. with all 12. Sign whatever you want. And then spectators, it's £10. Come and watch. Stay the day in that £10. It's all day. Um, and you get entry to the Q&A night. Fantastic. What golf course is it at? It's at the Windmill. On Coventry, the, uh, isn't it? Coventry. Yeah. Oh, it's Coventry, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's on the Windmill. Um, and then we are also, it's £50 if you want to be their caddies. So you take them around, nice. take them around with them, and then they'll sign whatever you want. Yeah. Looking around of photos. So, yeah, so just trying to get that. So I'm going to start blasting that out. 
and get that advertised and get it out there. So if anybody's interested, drop me a message. And that's August, so August it's not that far away, no, is it? And it's going to be a lovely day. Fantastic. Let's hope it is. Mm. It's been a wonderful evening. Thank you for your time, Cheers, sir. Mate. And may love travel with you. Did that record? Did that record? Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. Cheers, thank you. thank you. And thanks for listening and watching, guys. God bless. <laughs>